listening to Clary Vacation on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey, everybody, it's Clarification. Welcome to another fall weekend in the Ozarks. Fall has certainly arrived. My garden's dead. Well, what was left of it? I brought a couple boys inside. Boys, girls, my lime tree and my poblano plant will survive the winter inside. Probably have to fight the bugs coming off them. Anyway, I am your host, James Clary. This is Clarification. You can find us every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. You can also find the podcast, which I might note, is broadcast without breaks. So... If you're like me and would rather skip some of that, you can go to KSGF, ksgf.com, click the drop-down bar, click podcasts, and clarification. Anyway, we've got a topic today. This is a tough one. I have to admit, this is really hard. If you remember, oh, what was it, six months ago that the, the movie Sound of Freedom it was in the news with Jim Caviezel played uh, the this hero Tim Ballard who had started an organization called Operation Underground Railroad that supposedly rescued children who were victims of sex trafficking and you know Caviezel made the rounds on conservative talk radio uh even some more mainstream media sources had Caviezel the actor on Tim Ballard made the rounds and the movie although I haven't seen it uh everything I've read about it and everyone I've talked to that's seen it says it's great did you see it by the way Sarah she Sarah the producer saw it and you liked it right yeah it was it was very difficult to watch, very heartbreaking, very traumatic, too, right. especially if you have children. Right, right. Well, and that's what I've heard. The problem with the movie is it appears that much of it was made up, that it's fiction. Now, look, this guy, Tim Ballard, first of all, is a hero to millions. I mean, his organization has raised so much money, and that's where we kind of get into to some of the first problems. Uh, we're going to do a detailed report on this story. So anybody that questions Tim Ballard or questions the premise of the movie tends to get lambasted by the right-wing media. Now, one podcast that I have followed for for quite some time is a podcast called Red Pilled America. And my friend and your congressman, Eric Burleson, is the one who turned me on to this podcast. I was actually having dinner with uh, our mutual friend, Nick Reed and Eric. And Eric said, hey, have you ever listened to this podcast, Red Pilled America? It's run by a former member of Breitbart, a guy named Pac. Patrick Karelchi and his wife, Adriana. Anyway, I hadn't listened to the podcast in a while, but I noticed they had done a series on what they called Con Inc., Conservative Inc. And it was, it was quite interesting, actually. And I listened to the whole series. And so we're going to dive right into this. And what they found out about... Tim Ballard and the uh, movie The Sound of Freedom and the premise underneath it. So 
let's get right into it. Ballard's origin story, how he said he actually got into rescuing children, is that he was working for ICE and that on one particular raid, and yes, raid is the term that he used, he uh, rescued a little boy. And this little boy gave him a dog tag that said his sister had given him and that his sister was now being trafficked and that Tim had to save his sister. And in the movie, they conduct these raids and find these, you know, horrible, deplorable children being sex trafficked. And the sister is eventually saved. And so the dog tag, too, is a critical part of the story. And we're going to break all that down. But the name of the initial child sex trafficker that uh, Ballard said got him you know, starting this organization was a guy named Earl Buchanan. So the Red Pilled America crew and other reporters have looked into who this Earl Buchanan person is. And what they found was that the story that Ballard told did not match up with the actual court case at all. So what they found, Ballard claimed that we got intel that an American man, this is quoting Tim Ballard, was kidnapping children in Mexico, smuggling them into the United States. But that's not true. When you look at the court documents, it's clear that Ballard's team didn't receive any intel. It was at a routine border stop. There was no raid. The guy had been stopped at the border by authorities it was just a routine border stop and they the two officers which were uh three officers named up up apolinar ruez and pina were suspicious ballard wasn't even there he came an hour after the initial stop and apparently buchanan didn't kidnap this child his story was His story, the supposed trafficker, was that the grandmother, who was the caretaker of this child, had given him the child to go visit family somewhere else. So these these border crossing officers called the grandmother and she essentially confirmed the story. Not essentially. She did confirm the story. Yes, this man Buchanan is a friend of ours. Uh, We he's taking our six year old to visit another family member. So Ballard claimed to be on the scene and that he'd recognized this child from a video of a child being molested. So that's 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 kind of hard. They did find. Now, look, let me state this Buchanan guy is a pedophile. There's no doubt about it. The boy that he was with, we don't know if he was molested or not. And Tim said he'd recognize the boy from a video, but the, they know that Buchanan was a pedophile because they found a video in his bag of a man having sex with a boy. Problem is the boy's face is never seen. So Ballard couldn't have known who it was. Now, this is all according to the court documents. This isn't speculation. And I will say that some, so we need to be careful anytime we're digging into stories like this, 
to believe one side or the other. And some of the media outlets that initially reported on some of this stuff were very far left leaning organizations, Vice News being one of them. So when I heard some of these reports on Vice News, I just waved them off, just dismissed them out of hand. But the deeper I dug into this, there's there's some serious meat on the bone here, so to speak. So like I said, Ballard claims to have recognized the child, but the identity was unconfirmed because his face was not visible. Ballard also claims that the kid ran and jumped into his arms. But remember, the boy had been with these officers for a couple hours when Ballard showed up. The boy didn't know Ballard. Why would he run into his arms? And the whole story of the dog tag. Well, let let me back up. Before that, in his telling of the story, Ballard claims that the boy knew English because he'd been with this Buchanan guy for so long. Well, he'd only been with Buchanan for a couple of weeks. The boy knew English because he was raised by his grandmother in the United States. So there's just kind of one lie after another. It's really disturbing. After the break, we're going to get even deeper into the story. And oof, by the end of this, when I reveal what's been alleged against Tim Ballard, well, it's it's kind of beyond shocking. It's It's disheartening. Uh, It's sad. It made me angry. The problem is people get around money, they change. And the amount of money thrown at Tim Ballard and his organization is ridiculous. It's clarification. We'll be back in just a moment. Hey, everybody. Music's kind of a somber note. That's a digio f- for strings. Was used in the movie Elephant Man, one of my favorite movies that Sarah hasn't seen, but she's going to watch it. Uh, anyway, so back to this story about Tim Ballard, Operation Underground Railroad. <sighs> Ballard claimed the boy spoke to him, and this is what he said. And he said to me, this is Ballard talking, like no five-year-old should ever have to say to anyone, he said, I don't belong here. And the pain was so severe for me because I could immediately multiply that statement by millions of kids. So Tim Ballard submitted a report about, about the night of the offense, which clearly states that ICE agents did not interview this kid. Ballard was an ICE agent at this time. Additionally, court documents state that ICE agents only asked the child where he lived in his grandmother's name. So Ballard goes on. This is in one of one of the interviews he did. He goes on to claim. And then that led us to raiding the compound and we found 11 other kids. This is also a complete fabrication. There was no raid. There was a search warrant issued for this Buchanan guy. They didn't find any other children. There were no children at his residence. Now, Buchanan was originally found guilty of, uh, I think he was found guilty of having child pornographic materials. 
So Ballard's uh, origin story is that so they raided this compound. It's all just nonsense. That was not true. But he went on to explain he went home from this operation. Remember, all this was was a border stop and they found a guy with some child pornography, which is horrible. You know, I shouldn't even have to say that this is just awful. But we've been led to believe, particularly over the last couple of years, that child sex trafficking is this just massive problem. I mean, we're going to get into some specific numbers of Ballard and his organization's claims, and then we're going to compare them to what the actual numbers might be. But anyway, so Ballard, this led, according to him, this led to him creating Operation Underground Railroad. He, uh, at this point, he gives his commitment to saving child sex slaves. He explains how the child's sister, remember this little boy, Jose, we'll call him, uh, this little boy gave him this necklace. And that the and he he the necklace apparently was given to the little boy by his sister. But this is also untrue. Remember, Buchanan didn't keep kidnapped the child. He didn't purchase the child. There was no reason to believe the boy would never come back home after Buchanan picked him up. The grandmother willingly gave the child to this Buchanan guy. And I think it's important to point out at this time, you know, what all we've seen in the news in relation to Sound of Freedom, Tim Ballard, Operation Underground Railroad, is that there's this massive child sex trafficking ring going on where strangers are kidnapping children all over the world. The reality is most pedophilia and most child uh, sex activities happen among acquaintances, not strangers. As a matter of fact, it's very rare that children are kidnapped by strangers. It does happen for sure. But this idea that it's this rampant thing going on, I think, and the reason I'm bringing that up, I think it hurts the effort to save children. For instance, in the Boy Scouts alone, you all have heard about the allegations of sexual abuse among boys in the Boy Scouts. There's been 20,000 allegations in the Boy Scouts, the Catholic Church. If we turn our attention to Latin America and these supposed huge compounds where there's thousands of children being sex trafficked, we lose sight of where the actual abuse might be taking place, which is much closer to home. So back to the story, the sister, she was not at Buchanan's house. She wasn't in a compound She was at the grandmother's the whole time. And again, there's no reference to any dog tag in the court documents available to the public. Ballard went on to say that he took home the dog tag as a personal gift. But given as how he explained it, it would be evidence in this criminal case, right? It wasn't. Ballard kept it. Finally, Ballard closes out by bringing his own child into the story. 
and, you know, saying, I can imagine my own child being in this situation. And it just, it broke my heart. So I decided to commit the rest of my life to saving children. Now, interestingly about the dog tag, Ballard would later say that he asked the filmmakers of Sound of Freedom to leave the dog tag story out of the movie because people wouldn't believe it. Well, (laughs) probably because it isn't true. This guy, and you know, looking back on it, when I've seen the interviews of this guy, and you can go back and watch and judge for yourself, something always seemed a little off with him. Jim Caviezel, the actor that played him, to me, I think he's totally honest and he believed everything that Ballard told him. You remember, Glenn Beck is the guy who really got the seed money for Operation Underground Railroad. And through his own personal donations and millions of dollars provided by his listeners, Tim Ballard's organization got that money. So this whole story that he made up about finding this predator with this little boy and that the boy gives him this dog tag with this, that his sister and you've got to find my sister. And then there's a raid on the compound that led to him starting this operation underground rail. That whole story is BS. That alone should just send red flags flying to the top of the mast. So if, if he made this up, what other things might Tim Ballard have not been completely honest about? Well, this, all this broke back in July. Right before the movie comes out, Tim Ballard steps down from Operation Underground Railroad. And at the time, his uh, explanation was that he wanted to start a different organization. I mean, it didn't make any sense. Here was this organization that he'd gotten millions and millions of donations on. And, and I mean, the amount of money they raised is, is insane. And also, there's some, just some other aspects of how they raised money, like on the dog tag thing. They started claiming that they started selling dog tags that were supposedly, you know, a, a copy of the dog tag that Tim had been given. They, they sold sometimes as high as a hundred dollars a piece. They claim for every 30 dog tags sold, you save a child. You know, it's kind of like that pitch they talk about on the, you know, for every $10 you feed a child in sub-Saharan Africa or whatever. And they sold hundreds of thousands of these dog tags except the dog tag story was bs remember that so in a statement released in july by the operation underground railroad it stated founder tim ballard has recently stepped away from operation underground railroad prior to the launch of the film sound of freedom Angel Studios stated in a post-movie release, currently Tim Ballard continues to lead Operation Underground Railroad, driving its mission forward. 
Now, Angel Studios knew at that time that Tim Ballard stepped down. And I look, I have the highest amount of respect for the people at Angel Studios and what they're doing. The Chosen is one of my favorite television series about Jesus Christ, the life and times that I've ever seen. I don't think Angel Studios holds any responsibility. I think they were duped by this guy, as was Glenn Beck. Tim Ballard appears, and as we get deeper into this, and we've got a couple more segments left, you see, Tim Ballard is basically a con man. He's a flim-flam man. Do you ever see the movie The Sting? He's the Paul Newman character in The Sting. He convinced all these people that he had this, uh, you know, this experience that changed his life. And, you know, and look, Tim Ballard, he's a great looking guy, blonde haired, blue eyed, chiseled features. He's a very handsome man. I mean, he makes he's like the perfect American hero. And one of the things that, you know, really Red Pilled America, the podcast, I highly recommend you watch. We'll, we'll link it in the show notes, is that um, this is not just about Tim Ballard. It's about conservative media in general, how conservative media sometimes just pushes an agenda, just like the left wing media. And if the truth gets in the way, oh, well, so be it. And that's not right. What I'm going to give you, what this show strives to give you is the truth, whether we like it or not, whether it's uncomfortable or not. And the fact that the man at the center of this incredible story, Sound of Freedom, Tim Ballard, might be a con man, it makes me sad, it makes me angry. But you know what? You deserve to know the truth. I'm James Clary. It's Clarification. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Clarification. I'm your host, James Clary. We're talking about the man at the center of the smash hit movie Sound of Freedom, which was uh, the man is Tim Ballard. He was played by Jim Caviezel in the film. And the movie was produced by Angel Studios, the same studio that distributes The Chosen. As I said before the break, one of my favorite television series about the lifetimes of Jesus Christ. Now, Tim Ballard went on PragerU, you're all familiar with PragerU, Dennis Prager's wonderful organization, and he, Tim Ballard did an interview on PragerU, and uh, in July, PragerU released Light in the Darkness, which was a docuseries which chronicled Ballard's journey founding this child sex slave rescue company. Now, in the video, Ballard contradicts himself many times, which that's a common thing when somebody is lying. The truth is easy to remember because it actually happened to you. Lies are hard to keep straight. That's why over time, if somebody's lying, their story almost always invariably changes. If somebody's telling the truth, their story stays consistent. So Ballard had long told the story at the moment he spoke to the child victim, this Jose kid. Um, past descriptions lack some detail, but 
in uh, the Prager U series, he gets a lot deeper into it. And he says, and my mind flashes back to an experience I'd had within 24 hours prior to this conversation with my wife. And I, I need to back up a little bit. He claims, Ballard claims, after the interaction with the boy that he called his wife. And he said, I don't know what to do. You know, I've got this situation, da 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 da, da and you know, I, I know I can save this boy's sister. And she's like, you do whatever you have to do. You go save that kid. And it's a defining moment in both Ballard's story and the film when his wife gives him basically her blessing to go start this organization to save children. And so... He was saying, the one point I was alone, now this is the kid supposedly saved by Ballard at the border in some kind of raid, although we know now it was just a border crossing. He said, at one point I was alone with this child. I was interviewing him. I took him to lunch. But the assistant U.S. attorney on the case, a guy named A.P. Serrano, stated in court that ICE agent Tim Ballard filed a report. Ballard himself filed a report which clearly states that ICE agents did not interview the boy. Serrano continued any assertions stating otherwise incorrect. I mean, this is critical. The whole origin story pins on the fact that Tim Ballard had these one-on-one conversations with this little boy. Yet in court... Ballard says himself that he and other ICE agents never talked to the kid. He made it up. Ballard has based really the majority of his fundraising on this origin story that he saved this little boy, Jose. Now, let me say this. Jose... There was a very high chance that Jose would have been sexually abused or had been by this Buchanan guy. I'm not sure that we know. Buchanan was a pedophile. There's no doubt about that. But the real story is that Jose's grandmother unwittingly gave Jose to Buchanan for a supposed innocent trip to see other family members. And that's how often how pedophiles work. They get to know a family. They're the guy next door. They're the nice neighbor. Remember, uh, you know, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy. These were, you know, pillars of the community. So Ballard went on to claim, you know, in the story that it was the moment that he got the dog tag necklace. And the necklace, like I said, is so symbolic. He said, Ballard says... The necklace is so symbolic to our organization. It was the necklace that was given to me by one of the first children about 10 years ago as I pulled out of a trafficking ring. Pulled out of a trafficking ring. No. The border agent stopped a guy who had a boy in the car who was willingly given to this Buchanan cat. So... Well, I to reiterate, there was a company called Love Grenade that teamed up with Ballard's group selling the dog tags as high as one hundred and twenty eight dollars. 
even Tony Robbins and his wife promoted these dog tags to support Ballard's rescue operation. Tony Robbins said, for every 30 people, you'll save a child. We've personally saved 25,000 children over the last six years. This is the way to actually fight back. Tony Robbins and his wife used Tim Ballard's dog tag to pr- promote the sale of their own, these necklaces. It's just, I, I mean, it goes on and on. Tim Ballard went on the Timcast IRL. I'm sure some of you are familiar with Tim, Tim Poole has a very popular podcast, video podcast. And when Ballard went on Timcast, Tim Poole said, hey, I'm going to pledge the Super Chat money to your organization. Now, if you don't know what a Super Chat is, on certain YouTube creators set it up that you can give money during the present the live video presentation these are called super chats and those people are usually acknowledged on the podcast on that particular one the timcast irl raised fifty thousand dollars in two hours which all went to tim ballard and his organization so 50 grand tim pool The bad thing is that according to statements under penalty of perjury in the federal case against Earl Buchanan, the child interview that Tim Ballard describes, the dog tag incident didn't happen. Now, in the last segment, we're going to get into the, the even worse stuff. Okay, so Ballard made up this story. Well, he's still doing great work, right? He's still saving Thousands and thousands of kids. Tony Robbins says they helped save 25,000 kids. Six years. Well, is that true? Man, that's a lot of kids. Most of them would be adults by now. Where are their stories? Can we find the sex traffickers that have been locked up through Operation Underground Railroad? How many have been locked up? Where are they? Where are they being housed? What federal prison houses these guys? The problem is we can't. They aren't there. We haven't heard from these 25,000 kids saved by Operation Underground Railroad. According to them, there's 20 million children, or no, 20 million people in sex trafficking, 2 million children being sex trafficked right now. We're going to look at that number and more when we come right back. It's clarification. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Clarification. I'm James Clary. Our last segment today... So we've shown in the first three that Tim Ballard's a con man. He made this story up, started Operation Underground Railroad. And what's really sad, you know, there are children being sex trafficked. There's no doubt. Pedophilia is a very, very evil thing, and it happens. It happens in America. There are, I know, we know that children are being across the border 
by sometimes strangers, by sometimes family members, and that they are sold into sex trafficking. This does happen. But like I said, it's much more common that a child is groomed. It's usually a friend of the family. It could be in a safe place like a church, like the Boy Scouts of America, like I mentioned. could be some youth soccer league. That's a much more common way that children are sexually abused. So... I was telling you the story about Tim Ballard's origin story. So what else is going on with this? Uh, We're doing a little research. Sarah was pulling up some reports. It's all over the local news, particularly in Utah. But what's happened now is that six women have filed a lawsuit against Ballard. Now, we know that the whole Me Too movement and some of that, you know, things always swing too far one way and that some men were falsely accused. And it certainly could be that Ballard has been falsely accused. But the stories these women tell are really consistent and they really have a lot of details. So the stories they tell, basically, I'm just going to sum them up from my reading is that When they went on these raids, these so-called, quote, raids to save children from sex trafficking, the way they would do it, it wasn't that they had intel. They'd go into a country like Colombia or Guatemala, and Ballard would go in and he would take women with him, and they would have to pose as his wife. And he went on to say, look, we have to convince these people that we are a kinky, sex-crazed couple because that's got to be our cover story. So Ballard insisted that when they're in front of the quote-unquote traffickers that they act, you know, that they grope each other, that they kiss, you know, that they, they make sexual motions and advances in front of these traffickers to convince them of this cover story. These women claim that it went way beyond that. These women claim that Ballard insisted that they sleep with him in the same bed, nude. These women claim that he insisted that they shower together. And that now none of them claim that they were ever penetrated. There was actual sexual assault. But they do claim that many times Ballard groped them, sometimes under their clothes, and that he asks them to return the favor. And that they would simulate having sex. I mean, it's a really... Look, the whole, the whole topic is sordid. It's difficult. It's hard to talk about, but we have to talk about these things. So Ballard is being sued. Now, I didn't mention, but it's pretty critical of this story, that Tim Ballard is a member of the LDL Church, Church of the Latter-day Saints, LDS, sorry. 
not LDL, LDS church, the Mormon church in Utah. The Mormon church came out and rebuked him. They said they had done investigations into certain accusations made against him and found that his actions went against the teachings of the church. And he was not excommunicated. I think I said that on Nick Reed's show yesterday, but he was rebuked. So basically, they confirmed these accusations by these women that they found them to be credible. Some of the other things that have been found out about Ballard, when he did fundraising, he would show up to these events in a helicopter. Just imagine, picture a, a stage, picture 10,000 people, and he did it at many different events that were kind of Trump rally kind of events, you know, where there's thousands of cheering conservatives and there's a stage and there's lights and fireworks and Ballard gets flown in on a helicopter and gets dropped onto the stage like a superhero. And then he gets millions in donations. He's being audited by several Utah officials. There are all kinds of allegations that his organization covered up many uh, unwarranted excessive expenses like dinners at five-star restaurants, first-class flights, luxury hotels. Look, many people use their NGO. NGO is a non-governmental organization or their 501C, their charitable organization, which Operation Underground Railroad, O-U-R, is a 501C. And they use, look, the, the people that run those organizations are entitled to a salary. You know, they're entitled, in my opinion, for the organization to pay for their meals. But when it's over and over, as is accused of OUR, that it's over and over, the meals are always at five-star restaurants costing thousands of dollars, first-class flights, five-star hotels, massages, Spa treatments, you know, you kind of have to wonder. It's kind of like the Clinton Foundation, you know, that that paid for a lavish lifestyle. And like I said in an earlier segment, these things always lead back to money. Money corrupts people. I think maybe Tim Ballard was once an honest guy. But. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. We do know he was in the CIA. And right there, that tells me, uh-oh, who knows? The whole thing could be a CIA op. You know, get the whole conservative media and every hashtag MAGA, hashtag America first person to support this guy and his wonderful cause. And then bring the guy to his knees with allegations that he's a con man. That's not beyond the realm of possibility. The CIA does stuff like that all the time. I don't think that's the case here. I think Ballard, look, he had, I guess he'd been involved in some film, TV stuff before. He came up with this idea and he, before the movie, he pitched this to a network. He was trying to get a television series. 
and they declined because he couldn't ensure that the episodes would be interesting enough. Now, I want to bring up another thing about how he goes about saving in in my mind anyway, and I'm sure some of you when when you when you see the movie or you hear the interviews, you think, okay, he's going down and using Intel, he's finding these compounds where children are being held against their will and sexually abused and trafficked to people. The reality is that in many of these countries, prostitution is legal. Let's take Colombia, for example. There's a, a Colombian case that Tim Ballard likes to talk about a lot. It's one of the great successes of Operation Underground Railroad. In Colombia, prostitution is legal, number one. Number two, the age of consent in Colombia is 16 years old. So many of the prostitutes working in Colombia are young women, as young as 16. So this American guy goes down there with a, a sex-craved, sex-starved woman on his hand who is an actor acting to be his wife, and he starts flashing money around, saying, I want to find young girls. This was their M.O. This was their modus operandi when they went. In the Colombian case, eventually one woman was charged and eventually released, and I think one man was charged, but they both claim that they were just procuring a young girl of age, 16, for Tim Ballard because he Tim Ballard and his group because they flashed money at him. I mean, it's legal. But Ballard would have you think, and Operation Underground Rare would have you think that they're swooping in on Intel and raiding these compounds. It's not at all what's happening. Now, you know, if you're in a country like Colombia where, you know, the poverty rate is just unimaginable, and it's not even near the bottom of the barrel in South America, but... And, you know, you're born a female and you're, you're reasonably attractive. When you're 16 years old, you can continue to work on your parents' farm for a dollar a day, or you can make $100 a day as a prostitute or an escort. Well, many of these young women choose to do it, and it's horrible. I hate the fact that that is the reality, but it is. But it doesn't equate to sex trafficking. We're almost out of time, but real quick, as I said, I would get to the numbers. They claim that there's 20 million people in being sexually trafficked, 2 million children. When a reporter, Lynn Packer, who's done a deep dive into this, actually called the U.N., which Ballard claims that's where he got the numbers, called the U.N. and said, what's the actual number? The U.N. said, in actuality, over the last five years, there's been 24,000 victims of sexual trafficking. He claimed 20 million. The UN said it's 24,000, which is a horrible number. But it's not anything like 20 million. We've been fed a lot. Look, sex trafficking is real. We should not turn our eye away from it. It's a horrible thing. But don't give your money to an organization that's lied to you. There's other organizations out there, and I'll try and find some reputable ones that we can put in the show notes. 
sadly, millions upon millions upon millions has already gone to this con man, Tim Ballard. And I hate to say it, but that's the conclusion I've reached after extensive research into this topic. Come up next week, next couple weeks, we got Theo Jordan, we got Rachel Alexander and the Wolfman back from London. We got a lot of stuff coming up. It's Clarification. I'm James Clary. We'll see you next week.